the fungal crisis, and how I found Budalo. For the past two years, Aleka's life energy has been provided by his aquatic activity at indoor swimming pool. The aquatic doctrine, consisting of aqua jogging, swimming provided a supply of cosmic energy that opened amazing opportunities in my life. It made her got her first job, a dream job at a music company, combining my two biggest interests, music and software development as my daily occupation. We go back to the summer of 2014. Aleka was hired by a music consultation company, who provided resources and networking for aspiring artists, including herself. She wrote code for service aiming to promote new artists and giving them a chance to advance. She's shown her forefoot and attract new customers to the company. She managed to get traction from one of the most reputable persons in the Swedish music industry. They was planning for a new music service that could provide valuable services to independent artists. Meanwhile, they also worked on other consultation projects, such maintenance of a website run by a non-profit cultural association in Stockholm. But something went wrong. The customer in the music industry had to postpone their plans, at the same time the company went in financial trouble and the founder had to seek other work in order to secure the finances. At the same time, Aleka did not care about the blisters of her foot or the oddly colored nails, because it didn't hurt. She was focused on trying to keep up the retention of the customers, because most of the promised business did ran out before starting and she could not afford to lose her job. Her father called her one day in November, and spoke about plans to help her to set up some softer light and shelves in the kitchen in her new bungalow. He also told that she should look up her foots, because the blisters could cause trouble to her later. At the same time, her living personnel told her about looking up the crumbled nail on a finger her left hand, and told it probably could be fungus and infectious. She told her that it could be contagious, and she should buy Nalix to polish the nail. But she had no time, she was focused on saving her job. Her father had told her to make an appointment at the local healthcare center to assess her skin and nail conditions, so she made an appointment over the internet. She was appointed a date in the beginning of December, but she then forgot it. As she worked with music, both as musician and developer, she often used headphones and often got ear clogged with mucus. She made another appointment to clean the ear. She got an appointment at December 3, 2014. At the same time, she had found a businessman in the local city, who might be in a need of a new contractor. The businessman worked with podcasts and photography, and needed someone who could integrate Google's virtual tours on websites and apps. A meeting was appointed on a Monday in late November. But because of the stress of the difficult to get new contractors, and worries about having to be laid off, she had trouble with cravings. She has a major issue with IBS and the evening before the appointment with the businessman, she ate a chocolate bar, and her stomach become so bloated so she couldn't sleep at the whole night. She felt constant need of bowel movement, like the bowel is full, but when she tried to poop, she could not get anything out, it was like she had stone in the bowel. The constipation was mixed with feelings of urgent diarrhea, with extremely foul-smelling farts. She went to toilet over 20 times during the night, but couldn't get anything out. The night went over to morning, and as she took something to eat in about 7 o'clock, the gastrocolic reflex kicked in and caused a nuclear explosion on the toilet. 
the constipation had been turned into an aggressive diarrhea with bowel movement, and rushed to the bathroom every time. Finally, she felt asleep and wake about half past twelve. She now recalls she missed the business appointment he had booked this day. About an half hour after the appointment, she called the businessman. The businessman was upset that she didn't appear, and told her she should have notified him before. He told her that the time could have been used on something else. Now he hadn't another time to offer her. She felt guilty how her craving did vaporize her business meeting and potential opportunity to secure a new deal to save her employment. They had contact over Facebook, and soon the businessman forgiven her, and promised to hear back in the following week. On the following Monday, they booked a new appointment, on Wednesday, December 3, 2014. The days passed and the lack of work mean that she could spend more time on the indoor swimming pool facility. Her IBS symptoms was the biggest struggle for her. Often she came to the bathhouse, felt the urgent need of bowel movement, went to the toilet, but was unable to flush the bowel, it was like the stool was cement but lot of flatulence. As she given up, the relief of flatulence gave her temporary feelings of relief, but as soon as she dress of, it triggered a feeling of need of bowel movement again, and the loop began again. It could take up to 30 minutes before she reached the shower, and the next obstacle was all the kids who was there with their parents or teachers, and shouted poop and wee, and the parent threat to punish them by not giving them the ice cream after the session or if it was school children, it could be something if you don't stop messing in the shower, we will go back and train math for the national test. It was mentally demanding. After having maintained to pass the showering and it was time to enter the pool, the temperature shift triggered a new IBS impulse and she feel the urgency to get to the toilet to relief herself. But again, after having spent an additional toilet session, about for the tenth time, the loop goes for an additional time. Finally, she made it to the pool and put on the aqua jogging shoes. When getting immersed into the deep water and feeling the godlike feeling of jogging in water, also being weightless, it is like she get contacts with an higher dimension. It is like a drug trip. It's an experience that cannot be compared to anything else. It's like a drug trip. An extreme euphoria, or aquaphoria as she named it, builds up and all mess of the life vanish, and she feels she is in heaven. But as she jog in the water, the bowel gets triggered and starts to mess with her, and a new cycle of toilet visits starts. Often she couldn't last more than 30 minutes before she had to cancel the session due to massive IBS episodes. If there was enough time, she went to swim some laps, bringing another joyful aquaphoric trip. When the session is over and she was going to shower and change back, amazing stuff usually happen. She turn on her phones and the email she waited for since long time is finally here. A submission had been approved, a new customer shows interest. It was like her law of attraction was rised. She felt like a new person, and found new ways to deal with the challenges in life. It was like being reborn. The cosmic load after a session usually lasted one to two days, in which the life goes more smoothly. And then the day come where she had the appointment with the businessman. She meet her and was able to find a potential way to work together. It was now December 3rd, and she did recall in the last minute she had the appointment to the doctor to clean her ears. She considered to skip it and go to the swimming pool instead, 
but she wanted to retain some money by showing up on the appointment to not having to pay absence penalty. As she had cleaned the ears, she thought everything was fine, she had to wait for a final examination by an ear doctor before she could go home. But now, something terrible was going to happen. As she went back to the hall, another nurse stopped her and told her she had another appointment regarding his feet. She wanted to go home, but followed her to avoid another absence fee, and went into another room. The nurse told her to take off her shoes and socks, and inspected her feet. She told that it might be fungal infection. As the nurse inspected her foots, they had a discussion about how well her life was today, with her work at a music company, combining the best of software development and music business, and how awesome her aquatic activities at the indoor swimming pool was. Her aquatic doctrine had helped her to lower his blood pressure values measured at the seasonal assessment at the psychiatric clinic. When Alika mentioned about her awesome swimming pool sessions, the nurse told him that she must treat her infection better because it could spread to other bathers at the facility. She said she had no energy and motivation to do it on her own, because she was trouble getting her company to run, and that because she didn't feel any pain, it was nothing to envy. The nurse now told him that she must be better on self-treatment because she could spread the infection to others. And the nurse told her that she should probably stop going there because the infection was spread so wide on both feet. She now asked the nurse if it is possible for her to continue her aquatic doctrine if he polished herself and begin take care of herself and if it in that case would decrease the contagious of the infection. The doctor said she hoped for it, but she didn't know really. The nuclear bomb had exploded. A fungal mushroom cloud appeared on the horizon of her spiritual subspace, and put her into a new dark reality, a reality without being able to swim. The situation felt surrealistic for her. Was she forced to stop doing what she loved so much and block the, the physical and spiritual energy income that provided everything for her life? She discussed the matter with the nurse, and the nurse told her it was hard to cure the condition because of her neglect, and wanted to call the housing support to get further discussion of helping her to better take care of her condition. Would she never go back to the indoor swimming pool because it could be impossible to get rid of it, because she didn't take care of it before? She was in a real crisis. She had never been informed that a fungal infection could bring a such consequence for her. She remembered she had spoken freely about her swimming doctrine when she went to a private podiatrist in the past to go but stopped go there because it was so expensive and they didn't said nothing about it could have implication for her ability to visit swimming pools. She told that if she had been informed about it earlier, she had taken things much serious and put more effort on self-care, and probably might cured it, and now, she feared he had to be prohibited to do what she loves life for the rest of her life. It was so unreal. After the appointment was finished, she went back to the hall and waited to finish the previous appointment, the examination of the ears she had cleaned previously. She was in pure effect. It was a big shock. She browsed on her smartphone and read the news about the government crisis as the autumn budget was feared to be voted down in the parliament later that afternoon by the Swedish Democrat, which could trigger a major political crisis in Sweden. The Sweden Democrat had a pivot role, and the two blocs, the government and the opposition, could not itself govern the country in majority, without support from the Sweden Democrats, a far-right-wing party.
the political situation in Sweden had become infectious due to the rise of Sweden Democrat in the election 2014 due to the increasing racism among the voters, due to the success of so-called alternative media, which blames immigrants for the problems in our society. She also read some other stories about a trans woman who got a second birthday and that the climate change must be taken more seriously. Another doctor walked by and she asked her about for a second opinion about if it could be problematic to go swimming with a fungal infection and also and if the situation was the same for going to a gym, she told her that the swimming pool might be a bit worse than the gym. After a long time, she could complete the first appointment, and go home. The nuclear winter. When she went out from the healthcare center was like she stepped into a darker parallel world, dark sember, a darker parallel world where she could not swim in swimming pool anymore. Back home, she could not concentrate on doing the work that could make proof for the potential customer to hire them, so the deal ultimately failed. She failed to secure the contract with the businessman, and at the same time, in this new darker world, the immediate block of her aquatic income began to make immediate dark things in her spiritual and law of attraction. Most of the things failed in her life like a dark energy was released. She followed the news live when the Swedish Democrats voted down the autumn budget proposed by the left government that was in minority and the feared political crisis had now become a reality in Sweden. The television changed the schedule and broadcasted special news bulletins about the crisis, and everything was about the government's lack of power. Her father called her up, and told her about his new internet radio he brought today, and heard that the only thing they spoke about on the radio was about Sweden Democrat and the messed up political situation in Sweden. She spent most of the evening of doing research about fungal infections and the possible consequences and if it is possible to go swimming with it. The information she found was conflicting. According to some sites, you could go swimming but use flip-flops in the showering, while others says that patients should stay out of swimming pools until it's healed. She read different studies and researched about these. Her spiritual integrity as she told it had become negative and the shockwave crushed lot of stuff in her everyday life as secondary effects of the crisis. In one night, she woke up in the middle of night of something that like a major explosion, like it was a nuclear attack, and felt that she went into a darker world. A lighting strike had happened nearby, which is very unusual for the current season. Some days later, the hard drive of her computer failed, and the computer had to be sent to repair. As she was in panic, her behavior caused so much noise that the neighbor left her a warning for disturbance. Her father bought a carpet that decreases the noise from the furniture. Thing after thing in her life collapsed on each other like a domino effect due to the crisis. Another friend who was collaborating with her regarding a movie project, had become sick, which also happened to her employer. She now had broken computer, lack of customers, ill employer, lost deals. Everything was messed up in a surreal manner. But one thing was intact. And it was going to help the situation. To be continued. You are listening on the second part, of the story about the fungal crisis story. In the first part of the story we heard about how the crisis started at the healthcare center, which triggered an so-called entropic pulse, and caused a domino effect of failure in his life. Almost every part of his life failed as the flow of good energy stopped, as his employer got ill. The hard drive of his computer failed, and business plans were cancelled. 
but one thing remained intact, and got new energy from it. So let's hear the second part. It was now Christmas Eve. The crisis had temporarily been, been mitigated as Alexa had wrote back to the nurses by email about his finding on the internet, that told to avoid swimming with fungus, and got a response it shouldn't be a problem at all, so it could be resumed. What a relief. She got the email during a recording session with a friend. The doctrine was resumed, under the condition that the treatment plan was executed in strict manner such using topical treatments such lacquer and jowls. But the question was if the fungal infection could spread to other people through the water, as it was really clear from many sources that using shoes in the shower was good. So Aleka bought special socks in latex fabric to use to protect blisters from the feet to get into the water. It could work initially. But using latex would dry out the feet and could potentially worse the condition, so the amount of sessions had to be limited. Some days before Christmas Eve, Aleka did see a post from a teacher he had in the past at the spare time school. He had posted an image of him using an outdoor elliptical at the local city. It gave her an idea. About one year ago, she was forced to use the elliptical at the gym at the indoor facility due to a wound in her feet, and remember that it had a similar experience of aqua jogging. She remembered that the smooth movement of the cross trainer was lot alike of the one she did in the water. At the same time, Aleka had an obsession regarding an incident in the past, as it had passed about five years since the incident next month. She feared it could get out of control and put her into serious trouble. The way to distract from those feelings was to focus on the fungal issue. She continued her research about fungi and emailed various instances about the question whether it is contagious in the swimming pool, to make it steal all negative energy from the other obsession. The fungal infection had become an one so-called negative identity to counter the other obsessive thoughts and the Fridays was spent by listening to Rebecca Black's Friday while reading about fungus, and even trying to write computer software that analyzed various studies of fungal contamination, in order to determine whether it could be safe to swim, because different studies showed different results regarding swimming pool and fungal infections. On the day before Christmas Eve, she took the bus to the outdoor gym and checked out the elliptical. It was a pleasure. It felt a bit like when she threaded water, but the cool thing was that she could now listen to Spotify at the same time, and do it fully clothed with her fluffy winter coat, which was awesome. It was an amazing substitution of the aqua jogging doctrine, and was an important thing to resolve the crisis. But there was no substitution for swimming. But the acute bleeding of energy could now finally be stopped and get control over the situation emotionally. As the most acute phase of the situation was resolved thanks to the old teacher's Facebook post, the positive energy began to return. For now, she ran a mixed doctrine with indoor swimming pool sessions in limited amount combined with outdoor gym sessions, to resolve the situation. It also began to look a bit brighter at her job as her employer now got a new opportunity to gain money so she didn't became laid off. The positive energy lead to a new opportunity at her job. There was now hopes back, 
and meanwhile she worked out a new plan with her employer to find a lasting job deal, the good energy returned. There was big hopes for the music. She was appointed to a podiatrist at the healthcare facility, a special deal that usually only people with serious conditions are appointed to, such diabetes, but she was appointed because of the widespread infection. But she didn't like the podiatrist, as she got anxiety at the first session. The sessions did only cost a fraction of the private options, and in order to get this opportunity, she was prescribed to use special indoor shoes. The aqua jogging doctrine and identity was now crushed the fungal infection, as spiritual parts of it was sold in exchange for new huge success in her music career. The spiritual funds released from the mortgage of the aquatic identity to the fungus, as she described was used to buy fortune with her music as she managed to get national airplay her song Aquasphere in the national music channel P3, in a special episode about so-called sleeping music. It was a unique opportunity since her music is so-called relax music, while the channel is focused on mainstream music. The song was aired on 4th of March 2015, and she was awarded for her good songs which the show's host though was better than the famous sleeping tape that was released, which was the theme of the episode. One day she went to the facility, she went into a discussion with the lifeguard about playing her songs at the facility which then turned to be about concerns of her fungal infection, and if it spread to others in the swimming pool. At the same time, she had a new appointment to the doctor regarding getting oral terbinafine prescription and should check with them if she should stay out of pool. The following Tuesday she met the doctor at the healthcare center and Aleka was prescribed oral terbinafine pills after a special examination of her other prescriptions, to ensure there was no interaction between the pills. But the doctor told that she must stop swimming in chlorinated pools, while it was okay to swim in the sea. The death sentence to her swimming doctrine had now fallen. She wrote back by email that she felt depressed about what the doctor said, and the doctor was going to call her and explain her reasons for her decision. The dark energy seemed now to have done some revenge, after a period of good energies again, because this secondary failure occurred with bad timing as other bad events happened shortly. Shortly, she got a known that her employer went ill and they failed to secure the contracts so she was finally laid off. Fortunately, she managed to get another position at another company in her hometown. The new job was at a consultation company creating websites and software for various local enterprises. It was a so-called test employment, which meant she could be laid off at any time in the first six months, something which scared her, because she couldn't afford to lose her job. Solely. She tried to make new success with the music by the side. She was not really familiar by working in a larger software development team, and because of the fungal crisis, she failed to meet deadlines and feared to be laid off, and being laid off due to personal reasons could mean that she was not entitled to unemployment benefits, which could mean serious trouble. She spent her spare time by promoting her music on Spotify while struggling to make it at work.
In the beginning of November, she was told that her employment was going to end, but not because of her fault but because they failed to secure a contract. She felt it was a relief to be laid off for that reason, because it at least meant she was entitled to unemployment benefits. At the last day at her work, she secured placement for one of her songs on of Spotify's own most prominent playlist. But in order to get there, she had spent a lot of money on marketing her songs. One of her marketing campaigns was to promote her own playlist through one of Sweden's largest companies dealing with meditation retreat and meetups. As she worked closely with the campaign, she was exposed to their messages about mindfulness, yoga and meditation technologies. It become the next thing to resolve the crisis, aquafulness. During the infectious time at the new company, she had a lot of kebab and fast food. This led to serious IBS attacks which made her unable to sleep. But it had a weird side effect, a glitch which sometimes induced an intriguing phenomena. Sometimes after she had ate, she becomes so tired, so she could fall asleep dispatch the digestion of the fast food bloated the stomach. The bloating causes she to randomly wake up and fall asleep again, which cause her consciousness to be more clear during sleep which opened up for interesting things as she become lucid which lead to vivid dream experiences, where she could experience the cosmic feeling and spiritual trippy experience of swimming, completely spiritual. After a such night, she had the exact same state of aquaphoria like the times after she had her sessions in the swimming pool. She believed this could be a great way to overcome the real struggle of the crisis. She learned more about meditation as she worked with her music. As she was laid off, she submitted her application to claim unemployment benefits, but she believed that her hobby income from Spotify could be a concern. Only hours after the success on Spotify, she become anxious about getting her claim denied, since she read that music income could be regarded as a company which means that she was not entitled to unemployment benefit. The unemployment fund should not financially make it easier for businesses to survive, but the money she will get from the streams wouldn't be enough to live on. Solely, she feared she had to take down her songs from Spotify, and ruin the success she have worked on for years. But she read at the National Tax Office homepage that smaller incomes from projects on spare time are considered as hobby income which means that she was not considered to be running at a business in the eyes of the unemployment fund. She submitted a tax correction for the two last income years, where she changed the taxation of her royalty payout to hobby income, where she also could make deductions, which result that she got a tax return. So the situation was saved, and soon her claim for unemployment benefit was approved by the unemployment cashier and she could keep her songs live on Spotify. Earlier this year, the crisis gave her the idea to claim insurance money for her mental disorder. Her father helped her to find the papers needed for the submission. She wake up early at the morning before the Christmas Eve, and found an envelope from the insurance company. She was astonished to see that her insurance claim was approved and would be given a hefty compensation for her mental disablement, 
a lump sum over 2,000 kroner. She had told her father she was going to send the application, and she agreed orally to split a possible payout between her and her father, something she now regret today. She called up her father instantly as she read the letter and the father didn't believe when she read the amount for him. Her father said that he had paid fees for her insurance in about 20 years, and estimated he had paid over 30 kroner in fees. He said that he are entitled to get the half of the sum, because he had supported her since she was small. She spoke to her housing supporters who didn't agree. Why should her father be entitled to get the half of her compensation, since it is supposed to compensate her mental impairments she will have for the rest of her life? They though this deal was very weird, and avoided her of paying the half to her father. She tried to change her decision, but in a phone call with her father, he said that the money would benefit them all, since he considered to go back to Romania later and other good things. Aleka got an appointment to meet a financial advisor at the insurance company, and bought his father there, and told them their plans. They did though this was really crazy, but tried to offer Aleka to place the compensation into an endowment fund, which would be paid out annually after one year. Her father convinced her to not sign that contract, but to get the money paid out to her banking account. In the car. They spoke about the great thing, how the split of the money between them would benefit them both, as her father could go to the dentist, and she could buy a new computer. Three weeks later, at the midnight on January 19, 2016, the lump sum of over 2,000 kroner would be available on her bank account. She monitored the account around the hours between and after the deposit become available and though the lump sum was nearly a surrealistic thing. Only minutes after money become available on her account, she transferred the half of the paid out, a bit over 100,000 kroner to his father banking account. She didn't want to be in conflict with her father. Then she deposited the rest of the sum on her savings accounts. On the following day, she and her father visited a computer store to look at a new computer to spend their new money on, but decided to not spend it immediately. On the following Monday, Aleka bought a MacBook Pro at a supermarket in the local town. She was also promised to go back to the company she was laid of by, since they had secured new contract and she was also going to get higher royalty from Spotify since her songs went well on the playlist on Spotify. With these things, she believed the spending was not a big deal, since she would soon get salary again while she would get higher music royalty. But the plans did fail deliberately. Another employer offered Deleka a job which could be done remotely but she turned it down because she believed she would get a new employment at the previous employer. She met the employer at their office and they promised to get started once they have moved to a new office. Meanwhile, Aleka went to the healthcare center to assess her infection, and asked about the concern with swimming pool and fungal infection, and this new doctor, asked another doctor and said it shouldn't be a problem at all if she uses shoes. Although she had got a new review of the ability to swim with fungus, she decided to stay of the swimming pool because of the mental concern with it.
In the previous episode we told about the mental concerns of it such the showers, and the situation become even more uncertain. Aleka was offered some contract works by friends to make a new home page, which she joined. But as the income from the music went higher and she was offered new stuff, the payout of her unemployment benefit was cancelled as she was investigated for having leaved a contractor. As the payout from the unemployment board had been stopped, she had to live on the savings based on the compensation she got last winter, but the uncertain situation made her spend more money and the sum decreased fast. One of her hard drive failed at the same time as she bought the new computer which made her bought some expensive software to recover her files. Soon, she got to know that the plans of getting a new employment was cancelled, because the company did not believe they had the resources to support her employment. So the savings shrunk quickly, and although she finally got back her unemployment fund, a lot of money was lost due to costs related to her hobbies. The financial stress made her physical sick and contracted a flu with sore throat and sneezing, and it didn't stop so went to the doctor. The doctor spotted her blisters on her body, and thought it could be a serious fungal infection, so he took a blood test and sent referral to the skin clinic at the county's central hospital in Scoved. She relieved and got back to business. As she was ill, she meditate and learned to master the visualization and get the maximum of it. She managed to get back the higher cosmic energy previously got from physical activity in water, as she could get into trance state, affirm the sensation of being immersed in water, and thus could get the same harmony there, and trigger of higher ecstasy. The summer came and her savings had been emptied, while she now still was out of works. Her plans was ruined. She had spoken with her father about the trip back to Romania. But her father had now changed his mind and wanted to go to Stockholm instead, and pay her train ticket. But she stayed home, because she was afraid to lose her unemployment benefit again if she takes a trip and become unavailable to enter the public employment agency at given order, which is stated in the regulations of the unemployment insurance. Aleka saw a sponsored post for a software development course at the state-run company Lernia which she though could save her situation. If she went back to school, she would be entitled to study grant, whose regulations, apart from unemployment benefit allows for running an own company, which the unemployment benefit didn't. As her music did go well, she was afraid to lose her unemployment fund again, so she applied for the course and was offered a spot. She now began school again and now began to take study loan again. She went from having a saving of over 200,000 kroner to increase her student debt instead. During the spring, the spiritual approach, the meditation, helped her to get the cosmic frequencies she previously got from physical activity in water. It helped her to get back the positive energy, which helped her to recover from the bad events in her life. It brought back the law of attraction and she managed to secure a deal where she was offered to be a part of a commercial for the Swedish Brain Fund. A huge deal for her. This was the second part of the fungal crisis. To be continued.